Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Fabian Guyhalter, and he's the founder of Finian. He creates strategic, verbal, and visual brand clarity. He's a best-selling author, a Forbes columnist, and a speaker. Fabian, welcome to our show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So let's dive into your expertise. So many speakers and business owners I meet sometimes, they don't really provide a service that's clear, concise, and why people should buy it. In your case, you have a, a very strong skill set that I highly, 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 highly recommend any business owner learn about because you talk about visual brand clarity. I meet so many people that don't have a brand, can't define their brand, it isn't clear, nor is it visual. So tell me why this visual brand clarity is so important. Look, I mean, visual, verbal, strategic, right? It's all super important. I mean, if you want to turn your business into an actual brand, you have to infuse personality and then you have to find a way to consistently show that across all of the different media, right? And, and it's easy to say that and everyone knows the idea of, yeah, you got to hit them over the head with your, with your logo and your colors, and, but it's so much more, right? It's a certain vibe that a company gives off. And, and that vibe very often, especially for startups, it needs to be created. And the best way to create that is to intrinsically work with founders to get it out of them. So it's, it's a lot like therapy. You know, it's like I, I really get it out of the founders and then I just translate it into something that is extremely um, focused, it's extremely clear, and then it's a step and repeat to make sure that it's just extremely cons consistent across the board. Yeah, and I want to stress how important, it's, it's always been important but it's the most important thing now because whether you're doing a personal brand or, or a company brand, everyone's on Instagram, everyone's on LinkedIn, everyone's on YouTube or Facebook. And so it's all visual and vi images are 60,000 times absorbed faster, which is why you look at the Coca-Colas and the Apples, like all of them have a visual brand. Now for you, when you work with startups, startups are a great analogy because I've had my company for 20 years. So I'm clearly not a startup, but it's still about when I work with speakers or coaches or entrepreneurs or startups, what are some suggestions you have for them, even though you, so you've told us what to do, but how can they start with a basic understanding of, of creating this, this brand clarity? The most important thing is something called brand platform. It's basically a business plan, but it's a brand plan. Um, and the most crucial part of that is to really kind of define Simon Sinek's why, right? Like behind, behind the company. So, you know, it's, it's, it's always been there. Um, it's just been called a positioning statement, but really define your brand's positioning. How do you fit into, um, you know, your target audience's life? You know, like what is it that you bring to them and what is bigger than your actual offering, right? So on the one hand, you need to define your offering, which is very much the business plan, right? Um, but then you need to figure out how, how does that fit into the bigger picture? Like how, what is the purpose of your brand that is bigger than just offering a product or a service? Because once you have a deeper purpose, and we've been seeing this over the last five, 10 years with a lot of direct to consumer brands that have a bigger story. You know, a lot of it is the buy one, give one model that's got, you know, that is very famous by Tom's and, and the companies like that. But the idea of like standing for something that is, that is, um, 
that is important to your to your audience, right? Just think about how many brands you, Chris, actually follow on Facebook or Instagram. Not the ones that actually, you know, invade your privacy and they actually like are, are surfed up ads, but the ones that you actually follow. Those, you see them amongst friends. You just keep scrolling and they're your friends and then there's suddenly Nike and then there's suddenly, you know, whatever brand you follow. Um, and And it can't be an ad. It can't be a sales push. It basically starts being more like, a personality that's part of your friend feed. And that is really, really hard to, to, to derive. And that's the brand platform where you derive your brand's personality. You figure out what is the value of the brand? What is the purpose of the brand? What are the, you know, what are shared values actually with, with clients, with the target audience? Um, because once you share a belief or once you share a cause, um, then you, you have something that is just a really great connection and the product and, and all the sales is kind of like a byproduct. And then you're really, really well positioned. So that is the very first step. And then, of course, you know, creating um, a very unique visual language around your brand, so that when people scroll through Instagram or you know go through go through their timelines, um, that you stand out. And not only do you stand out, you are very distinctively you, right? Because you think that everyone sees every post you put out there. Uh, not you, Chris, because I know you know better, but, but people think that, right? Like they think that, oh my God, you know, I can't keep talking about the same thing. Well, maybe you should because that's your thing. That's your shtick, right? It's good. You should be known for that, right? Now, I want to stress that you never want to assume that people look at yourself because most people don't because most people are so distracted. So for me, whenever I talk to my clients, I'm like, if you look at my Instagram, you'll see very specific themes. I am a global brand. I'm speaking for 20 years, whether I'm at a castle in front of Google and in Zurich, sharing the state with the president, hanging out with Tim Cook or Richard Branson. But again, the, the brand and the undertone is very clear, but I want people to understand that what you're saying, Fabian, is so important. Now let's give specific examples. You talked about you know, what they should do, but like who are some brands in the public eye that you can say, okay, this specific company does a great job of branding and then you dissect what they're doing so you can share that with our audience. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, there, there are so many brands that do specific things really, really well. well pick, um, one. pick one. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cite a brand, the case study of my last book, Bigger Than This. Um, and I, I have eight chapters of how companies can actually turn into a brand. And one of them is transparency. And a brand that leads by transparency is Everlane. It's the apparel company that is basically all about, we're 100% transparent. We're radically transparent. So you can actually see on their website how much every piece of clothing costs them to make and how much you then buy it for. So you wow. very quickly see, and you know which factory it is made in. Um, they actually, um, they actually um, rate their own factories, right? So wow. um, it's pretty amazing. And, and that system, that rating system, um, they, now, they now actually give to other fashion uh, companies, apparel companies to, um, you know, to create more humane working conditions. And so it's a company like that, that with today's zeitgeist and with the next generation, people people really, really like that because if you're transparent, you gain trust immediately and trust is such a key piece. And you just talked about how you positioned yourself over the last 10, 20 years to, to be that speaker and that person, right? That, that is being regarded in, you know, really highly. Um, and that, that is really hard to do, right? It takes a long time. So as a startup, if you start off and, and, and you can create that story, that very authentic and honest story around you, that's pretty amazing. So Evelyn is a really good example. It's called Adelaine? 
Everlane. Everlane. That's a great, again, the whole transparency and showing, not telling. So it's, that's amazing. So what are some other insights you can share with our listeners? So you also do medium-sized corporations too. So is there a difference between when you coach startups and medium-sized corporations? Yeah, I mean, you know, like the, the bigger the organization, the more politics there are, you know, like the longer things take. So you just have to take that into account. With, with a startup, I can work with the founder and the co-founder together and things can happen very, very quickly. Once you're, once you're you know, like 150, 200, 500 people company, um, you know, it's a little bit different because you already have a personality, you already have clients, um, you, you, you have a target audience already identified. But very often the idea of actually pivoting um, as a medium-sized company is really scary, but it is something that is so important to do every now and then to really realign what the company is about and how the site guys has changed. So I do this in one day sessions where I just come into my client's um, you know, office and we basically sit together, all the VPs, all the most important people of the company. Um, and we, we go through a lot of these exercises where we, we really redefine what the company stands for and what the values are and, and, you know, and, and where the company needs to head. Um, and it's, it's, ex, ex, it's extremely cathartic, you know, to, to, to do that for, for the actual VP team to be part of that kind of uh, session. And, uh, and then the rollout is usually a little bit more complex when it comes to larger companies like that. Yeah, and you look at a company even like Google. Google used to be called Google, and now it's a subsidiary of Alphabet. And the, the reason was, from what I read, it's like they referred to a Warren Buffett, and Warren Buffett had Berkshire Hathaway, and that was more of a holding company. And Google no longer was just Google because they have so many different companies where in their rebranding or direction sense centricness of it um they just decided to create an apple but i'm sorry alphabet now we only have a few more minutes but so we talked about the visual brand clarity what about the verbal brand clarity what are some words or verbally you can you can share with our listeners to help them clarify their brand with the words they use you know, the interesting thing is the verbal brand clarity very much comes out of the strategic brand clarity, right? So once you define the type of personality that you want your brand to have and the type of audience that you need to connect with um, and, and, and the, bigger, the bigger why behind your brand, then you can clearly identify, okay, this is, this is how we want to talk, right? These are the words that we want to use over and over again. You know, are we, are we a friendly, you know, company or do we want to be seen as a leader, right? But, but then if we're a leader, how do we want to talk? Do we want to talk top down? Do we want to be super educational and very open? Um, you know, and, and all of this is really part of a business strategy. Are we, are we actually built to be able to, to, to talk a certain way um, and to allow people into that? You and I had a little prep, uh, prep, uh, prep talk, which was about three minutes long, <laughs> which I actually really appreciated. It was super short. And, you know, in, 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 that, in that talk, you said, look, I, you know, I don't have time. I do 10 minute interviews because people want to hear stuff really quickly. And this just suits my way of working. So every company is different, right? And they need to see how, how do they want to spread the word and how, how should they talk to people? Because it, it needs to be aligned with the business strategy. So setting this tone literally, <laughs> you know, and making sure that everyone from the social media department um, to the ad agency to internal, that everyone talks the same language, that, that will show when you see the actual brand come to life. Nice. And last question, why did you call your company Finian? That is a fantastic question. Um, so 
it, it, the meaning behind the name is actually describing our unique process. So in Latin, um, you know, Finian means compass. It's Finians, um, which actually means, you know, setting the direction. In Polynesian, Finian means seed. So you, you know, you plant the seed. And then in French, Finian means, you know, like you complete something. So it's the idea that, you know, we come into a company, we set the compass, we set the direction, we put in the seed so that it can actually grow. And then we complete it because that's all we do. We're not the agency mm -hmm. of record. We come in and we do that. So it's, it, it's a long story. No one will ever know it. But every time someone asks me, I, I really enjoy it because there was a lot of thought going into it. And since we do a lot of naming as a company, you know, it's really nice to have a short name like that that's globally trademarkable and the dot com was available, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And for our listeners, just so you know, if you just listen to how Fabian described this company with a very clear message, it stands out and it makes sense. He's literally saying what he's doing doing what he's saying and that's so important because if you can't be concise simple and sexy you don't have a good brand so hopefully that's helpful fabio thanks so much for your time how can our guests stay in touch with you and learn more about your services absolutely the easiest way is to go to finian.com that's f-i-n-i-e-n.com or to check out my hitting the mark podcast or uh, to look uh, for me on amazon for one of my books great fabio thanks for your time have a great day Absolutely. Likewise. Thanks for having me.